did like 15 crystals up his ass. Someone put a straw on your ass and blew. And we are back. You're listening to Paranorthwest, a podcast about all things paranormal here in the Pacific Northwest and beyond. I am your host, Eric. I'm Shayla. And I'm Cheyenne. Cheyenne, how yeah. was your Christmas? Uh, action-packed. <laughs> action-packed, okay. Yeah, action-packed. How was yours? Mine was fantastic. Shayla, drop it off. Shayla, how was, how was the Christmas? It was so good. I actually um, am laughing because I hurt so bad. I'm in so much pain right now because I just ate so much leftovers. Yeah. So if you hear- She puts it down on the ham. Yeah, if you hear me breathing heavily this episode, that's why, because I hurt. Yeah, she's struggling to get uh, the breaths past yeah. the amount of ham and sweet potatoes that are still in her body. Mind you, she sent it off with a little hemorrhoid cream. That's true. Cream. Yeah. Because like we change? say in this family, we drive Fords, but we still have Hemis. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. We got them hemorrhoids, <laughs> okay? It's and if just... honestly, if you don't have a hemorrhoid after like Christmas or Thanksgiving... Did you eat enough? Yeah. You know? Did you? This is the time to be a fucking glutton. Yeah, this is awful. Yeah, I fell asleep last night and I wanted to barf, but I was so tired. That's where I'm at. I feel so sick. Yeah. Well, to you and yours, we hope that you guys feel sick too. (laughs) And speaking of sick, this episode's about to be sick as fuck. Yes. All right? Stay healthy though, please. Yeah, stay healthy. We hope you had enough to eat. We love you very much. Cheyenne, this is kind of an episode... For you, about you, and your type. Yeah. Um, as you can see, I'm very popular on the show. Yeah. And this episode, again, is just for me. Yeah. We're talking psychics, clairvoyance, mediums, as well as uh, visions, all that. Yeah. Because we, we talked about like psychics and, well, we talked about like, um, like mind stuff, like uh, telepathy and all that stuff. But now we're going to get into more of the vision aspect of things, like right seeing the past, seeing the future. Um, you know, not seeing your kids enough, just the things that people do. You know, yeah. What does yeah. it smell like? What's it taste like? Yeah. So, what do you uh, you guys want to talk about? What psychics first, or what do you want to do? Yeah, let's kick it off with psychic. Okay, give us what you got, dude. So a psychic uses ESP, which I'm going to remind you again is extrasensory perception, and they identify unknown information using that. So they're able to predict the future, and they know what other people's are thinking, and they're able to receive messages um, from spirits. So this is a paranormal thing. Correct. Yeah, this is a paranormal thing. Yep. Yeah, that's what I that's what I think. Yeah. Are you do you think you're born with something like this or is it something that you can become? Well, or is it both? I think it's a little bit of both from my from my research. It's a little bit of both. What have we found? We found a lot. Hit us with it. So basically a psychic is more related but related to like the human soul and the mind. They are known to give a little bit more guidance to your life. Uh, to let you know where you're at on like your soul journey and basically what you're here to do. Um, they can t- usually tell what's happening like in the now um, as well as the future. Um, but we all know as well as Tarot that the future can change. 
Yeah, because the future's not set in stone. Exactly. We all have decisions to make, and those change. I mean, let's hearken back to Twilight real quick, right, with Alice. Oh, God, dude, you stink. Did you do a ham fart? <laughs> dude. We're not cutting this out. No. Jayla stank. I didn't Someone farted ham, and it wasn't me or Cheyenne. I'm sorry, I couldn't even ignore that. Okay, like I was saying. Yeah, Twilight. Like Alice in Twilight. You know, when she's like, I see this, but things can change. You know? Right. That's exactly how it is. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you, you see what the trajectory that the life is going at as it stands right now. They can see yeah. where that would end up. But if you change something, it's like the butterfly effect, you know? Right. Jayla, how do you feel about psychics? Like, do you put trust into them? Uh, would you ever go to one, or have you ever been to one? I've been to you. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I have never seen or paid money for a service like that. Not saying that I wouldn't, because I love that kind of stuff. But I am one that I am very, very skeptical of of a lot of people that do this kind of work because, you know, people just, I don't know how to say this nicely. I'm just very weary. I get that because someone can say, yes, I'm a psychic. Let's do a reading and give you a quick rundown of probably what a hundred percent, excuse me, like 90% of America's, you know, what's going on in their life. Yeah. You're stressed from work. You don't yeah. get enough sleep. Yeah. Someone in your past, yeah. Something, someone in your past has passed, has you know, passed away. Yeah, you know, it's like a double-edged sword though when they charge for it, because it's like, is this money oriented? You know, which would leave me to be like, eh, it's not as real. But at the same time, if it, if you do have a gift, you shouldn't be taken advantage of. You know what I mean? It's like a weird. It's hard to like play out in my mind. When they're like, yeah, psychic reading's $10. Because it's like, okay, is this a, f- a fluke? Like, is this just a money operation? Or are they so gifted and should they be compensated for it? You right. know what I mean? And, you know, I'm just going to put this out there for all the listeners from Perrin Northwest. Do your research. Uh, make sure who you're going to is accredited. And, they, you know, that you have other experiences from other people. Or, yeah. you know, that they, they know they're not just tricking you out of money. You yeah. Know? If you're at the Lawton, Oklahoma... Uh, carnival, don't go to see one of their psychics, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing, right? Like, you think of, you think of, like, the old-timey, like, way back in the day when they were like, oh, yeah, come see me, I'm a palm reader. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, it's, I don't know. I, I think that a lot of people have this ability, but I think a lot of people, um, I don't know. I, I just... I don't know. You just don't know what they're going to do with that information, even if so. Like, That's I think also the that. thing. That's kind of scary, you know? Yeah, being, um, like, spiritually vulnerable like that is oh, also yeah. very scary. I mean, have you? we've all seen Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. You know, when he obviously. goes in and goes to the mystic and she just takes his wallet and... And that's what... I see a bike. He's like, that's my bike! Yeah, <laughs> that's my bike! <laughs> so... Yeah, but it's like the way it gets portrayed in media, too, kind of poo-poos on mm-hmm. the ones that are doing good work out there. You know what I mean? 
And if you look at like Sylvia Brown, for example, like she came out. Okay, she did that for years. She was on the Maury show. Do you guys remember yeah. this? She wrote books, all this shit, right? She came out to be a fraud. That's, that's what insane. I'm That's what I'm saying. A lot of a lot of people see this as and like spiritually vulnerable, but also emotionally vulnerable. People are like, I wanna yeah. know is my dad going to be okay? You know, is he going to make it through this cancer or whatever they, he might have, you know? Mm -hmm. And they see that and they're like, I feel like I would see now it's even a more double edged. It's like a triple edged sword because it would be hard to tell someone like your dad's going to pass like really soon. Yeah. It would be nicer to say your dad's going to be great. And then they leave happy, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, what do you tell? Do you, that's what's so scary about this and what's so hard about this. Do you really want to know your future? Well, that's the thing, too. Like, things, just like Shai said, they are subject to change. So you can't promise something to someone. Yeah. But, I mean, would you would you really want to know the rest of your life? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, me neither. There are certain things that I would like to know that I would see someone for, but I would have to really trust that person wholeheartedly. But that's kind of like the human experience, though, is not knowing. That's what makes life so mysterious and like makes you want to know what happens and to to live it in real time, not to be told like, hey, here's the rest of your life. And then you're like, oh, that's that's it. Well, yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's just it's this is a really hard like topic, you know? Another thing I kind of want to bring up just thinking about that uh, piggybacking off you. Nice to caveat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is, you know, you, let's say you go to one and you're like, yeah, unfortunately my, you know, your dad's going to pass away. Right. So you're subconsciously now hooked on maybe the thought of, oh my God, my mom, my dad's going to, you know, pass away. Or if they're like, you're going to win the, you're going to win something in the next five years or whatever. Like you're, you know, and then you're like, yeah, I'm going to win. And then it does happen. I feel like the power of the mind plays uh, into that. And also, if they were saying real quick, if they were like, you're going to win the lottery, are you buying lotto tickets every fucking day now and you go bankrupt? You know what I mean? Well, and that's the power of fruition, right? You you constantly think about that. You're manifesting that, if you will. And Namaste. Yes, namaste. But also, too, like when you think of like, this is ter- so terrible, but I'm just going to say this. When oh, you God. think of psychics and stuff like that, right? I always think of like. This white guy or the this guy white Wizard girl. No, that's like, <laughs> that's like, like modern day. Oh. That's like, they go out and they like find these crow feathers and shit. And they're like, I am a native, whatever. Yeah. I'm an indigenous, whatever. Mm-hmm. I run a sweat lodge and I'm here to heal you. And I'm a medicine man. Or they call themselves, what do they call themselves? Shaman. 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 Everyone's a shaman now. Now, Eric, if you seen the guy from the Wizard of Oz, I'd probably pay that guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like yeah. when I think psychic, I think the guy Wizard of Oz. Like, if that dude was in that thing, you know, that horse-drawn, whatever the fuck. Yeah, that was... Like, I would be like, yeah, I'll pay you 20 bucks, because there's no way you don't know the future. You know what yeah, I mean? I You're selling it. I know. That movie was crazy, by the way. Um, yeah, different... Uh, there's so many... What is it called? Don't they call it like a catch 10 or catch 22? Catch 22. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole like, would you want to know your future? Yeah. Like I even certain since we've been talking about this, even certain aspects, I don't think I would. I wouldn't be like, how many kids am I going to have? I don't want to know. Like, I want to just experience it as it is. 
Because if they're like, you're not going to have any kids, I'd be like, damn, you know. Mm -hmm. But if they're going to say like, you're going to have two kids, but they leave out, you know, you're going to lose two kids in the process of all of it. You know what I mean? Right. It's like there's there's too many variables. And it's yeah. have you guys ever heard of the, the monkey's paw? That story? It's a, a quick rundown here. Yeah, it's a quick story. It's it's just like uh, be careful what you wish for, basically. Mm. And it's like this these God, I haven't read it since like the middle school, but basically they come across this monkey's paw that's magical, and it grants your wishes, but in a way that you don't want it to. Oh, like does that like? So they'd be you? like, I wish I was rich, <laughs> and so their grandparents die and leave them a fortune, but they're like, I don't want to be like I didn't want to be rich like this way. You know, so you get yeah. what you ask for, but it's not at all how you'd right. want, want it to come. Yeah, like bedazzled. Like yeah, yeah shout out Brendan Fraser. Brendan huh. Fraser is America's sweetheart. Okay. He gives 110%. Yeah, he's. <laughs> <laughs> Mayo, mayonnaise. <laughs> also, um, uh, another thing that psychics experience which I'm, I'm sure mediums as well as clairvoyance also experience this uh and i'm hoping to say, i hope i'm saying this correctly is synthesia okay which is also known as swapped senses okay so sometimes seeing people in color or seeing music or flowers or objects around them or with them just um, and they're the only ones i can see it r- right okay mm-hmm. you know you can the, the most rare form of uh, synthesia is a lexical gustatory. Gustatory, or oh my gosh. Come on, lexical sound it out. Gustatory. Such okay. a big word, you know. What is it brain. saying? What was it again? Lexical gustatory. <laughs> gustatory. Lexical, lexical gustatory? Yeah, gustatory. That's not a real word. It, it is. So it's phantom taste when hearing speaking reading or thinking something so for example i am hearing the word um foreskin and <laughs> that's one would, better than three skin it would trigger me to taste uh clams you know oh my god <laughs> dude you know something like that yeah i hear the word period and i taste pennies yeah you know? exactly exactly something like that correlation because you know your boy is in part of the Red Wing Club. You know? Sometimes there's no correlation. PSA you know to I mean? all the guys out there, love your women every day of the month. Okay. Exactly. But in... Orgasms help with oh, cramps. Okay. Yeah, that's proven. Um, but uh, Cincinnati, it's uh, 2 to 4% of the world has experienced it or has it. Have you experienced this? I've experienced this firsthand. But Can you tell me, us of one? Yeah, oh. let me put this other tidbit oh, up. Oh, I'm, cu- I'm cutting you off. Uh, 0.2 or lower um, has experienced a lexical gustatory um, synthesia. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's such a <laughs> weird word It sounds word like one of those say. words you and your sister say all the time, <laughs> like all the fake words. I don't know why it sounds like, like gustatory. You know what I mean? For me, like, like gut... You know, it has, like, gut in that word. Okay. Um, so it does, uh, un- like, I understand being able to taste the, um, whatever you're tasting. Yeah. <laughs> with the image. Hey, however you make this work, <laughs> works for me. Okay. But I have experienced it, and I never understood it literally until I did this research. So when I was little, and I would stay at my aunt's house, um, they had a certain clock that would go off. Like, it was just a... 
Like was, a grandfather clock or something? Yeah, grandfather, yeah. And it would play this noise. And when it played the noise, yeah, the chime, yeah, I was able to hear uh, my grandpa laugh. And I never understood it. I'm like, so was it with the chime? Or yes. was it like after the chimes no. were done? It was while the chime was going. So the chimes were triggering the sound of him laughing yeah. to you. That's yeah. fucking rad, though. Very. It was scary because obviously it well, didn't. Yeah. yeah, I just found out today. So, But he had just recently passed. Oh, so, so it started. How quickly after he passed d- did it start? I f- See, that's hard to think about the timeline. Um, I mean, even if it was like a couple years or a year. Like it was not. It was like less than a year. You oh, damn. I mean? Like it was very, very sudden. Yeah. That's kind of cool, though. So I was probably about four when it started. Well, yeah. If so, you're yeah. four, then it's scary, though, because yeah. you don't understand what's happening. So it's like phantom laughing? Yeah. But, but it's I not could, even like yeah. that because it's connected to the, it's the not chime. Like phantom. You know what? I, yeah. It's such She's a. She's not weird, just hearing him laugh. Um, I wish you guys were able to hear or, you know what I mean, feel how I've felt and heard it, you know? That's really special, though. I just want to preface this too with saying that my grandpa was a big smoker, such as us. Yeah, we love that. We're carrying on that tradition. Um, <laughs> but he, years and years and years ago, when he was younger, he had his voice box removed. So if you've ever heard someone talk without their voice box, it's kind of eerie. Do it. I don't know how. Just try. It's kind of... It's kind of like talking like this. Oh, like if you have like laryngitis. Kind of, but it's very raspy and it's very dark. The voice is like dark. Yeah. Oh. That was. You know, like that way. Yeah, like a real horse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And is that how you heard his laughter? Yeah, exactly how we how we laugh. That's crazy. What did yeah. you feel? I was scared. Yeah. Yeah, I cried. You still cry a lot. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, it was like every hour. When did it every, stop? I don't know. We stopped spending the night over there when I was still kind of, yeah. But I'd still hear it. And I'm like, that is so. Do you think you, if you went over there right now? Maybe. And heard the chime? Do you think it would you would hear it? Maybe. And like, I can remember and still hear the sounds and exactly how I felt. You know what I mean? Like as a child. That'd be interesting now. to try that. Yeah. We should, uh, if you're comfortable, we should go over to their house and. Wait for the to chime and see if you hear anything. Because obviously now it's a lot different since I'm older. Yeah. You know what I know what's going on. So did you ever see him or was it just the vocal aspect? I heard him more than I saw him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I still saw him, but I heard him. Is there any yeah. other things that you have this with, this synesthesia? Mm, okay. Shayla had brought this up, and this was a good point because it again flew past my head. Which, um, sometimes I salivate. For example, I remember when we did one of the live investigations here at your guys' house, and we were going up the, um, the attic stairs. I started salivating. And same one when we went to Hanging Tree. Yeah. Yeah. And doing the gans, but yeah. Yeah, that's that is a thing with you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I would sit in certain parts of my house. And I don't know why. And I remember telling Shayla this as a kid. I could see people's heads uh, in the corners. On like, like in the corners of the room. Yeah, like the corner ceiling. Like disembodied heads? Like, do they look like dead or scary? Or were they just like regular they faces? scary. It was just like old timey looking faces. 
weird. Which I don't know what that is a form. Maybe that is a form of that, but um, yeah. That's definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. So with uh, talking about like psychics and all that. Yeah. Um, that has to be like a really heavy burden for them to carry too, right? Because they don't choose what comes, right? I mean, they, they might be walking down the street and just lock eyes with someone and be like, fuck, that guy's going to get hit by a car. I think most of the times they don't choose. You know what I mean? It's just like the energy or the vibe that they yeah. are able to pick up on. But could you imagine having that yeah. burden? And you're just like, oh my God, I have to tell this person. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but is it your place? I know. You That's know? like, should I keep the secret or should I not? Kind of. I thing. know. I couldn't imagine like walking through life, being able to see things. You know what I mean? Like that, that's got to be just heavy. So Cheyenne, have you ever withheld information from people that you know? Like about their futures and whatnot? Or things you've seen about them? I don't necessarily think so. Like thinking back on it, no. Do you? Well, that's probably good. No, because if they want to know, I'm not going to. You know what? I mean? And normally we're all in a setting. Yeah. It's time to do that. You know, whatever we're. You're there for that purpose. Right. I'm not going to hold back any kind of information, um, even if it's, you know, really sad. No, not fucked up. So there was a guy named, named uh, Edgar Case, and he was an okay. American psychic. And they called him the sleeping prophet. And basically he he predicted a bunch of like really big events that happened. I have heard of this guy. Yeah. So he predicted that the the stock market was gonna crash uh, a year early or a year before it actually happened, and then one, again six months right before it did. And six months later it crashed. And no one believed him because they're like, there's no way that that, that's going to happen, right? And he knew it and told people, and they still didn't believe him. And then once it happened, they're like, shit. And that was in like, that was in 1926. Uh, And then he also predicted uh, some of the events of World War II. And he told, or he said that there was going to be an unprecedented alliance between Germany, Austria, and Japan, which, if you know anything about history, it was a really odd alliance between Japan and Germany because Japan wanted to take over like the world and so did Germany. And so both of them getting together to fight against certain people was really odd for that to happen. And the whole, like the U S actually getting into it because of Japan and all that, like no one thought any of that would ever happen. Mm-hmm. But especially after World War One, they said that was going to be the the war to end all wars, and yeah. then World War Two ha- is going to happen. And he's like, ah, I see this kind of stuff happening, and then it it comes true, and everyone's like, What in the hell? So was he just a random guy? No, so he was a he was a psychic. Like that was his thing. That's like all he did. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I don't know if it's all he did, but oh. that was like his his thing. Like he oh, was an okay. American psychic. Uh, it said he would enter a trance-like meditative state and then would accurately diagnose people's health issues and predict how they could be cured. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, he made over 
14,000 predictions in his lifetime, many of which had to do with diagnosing people. That's what that was his main thing. So he would look into you and basically see what was wrong and tell you how to cure it, which is insane. Hmm. Because we've heard and dealt with healing people, but not, or, or like seeing, you know, what's on them, health issues, where's their pain. Yeah. But you don't really hear about the cure. Right. Well, and there were hundreds of people that came forward that said he was completely right. Doctors and patients alike. They're like his predictions uh, about the efficacy of these cures was 100% correct. Like he, he knew exactly what would cure them. And he was not a doctor. He would just he could just tell like, OK, so I'm seeing this like this is the thing that's going to help you. That's pretty wild to see, especially in the 20s. Oh, I know. Can you imagine? People, I mean, people, you wouldn't know how they'd react. You still today, if they, yeah. you know what I mean? It's more widely accepted now, but I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, in the 20s, you know, to be yeah. like, oh, hey, this is going to happen. I see it in my mind. They're like, okay. I mean, and we've talked about, too, like, that was, like, the rise of spiritualism, right? Yeah. Like, seances and that kind of thing, but... Like, the late 1800s to, like, the early yeah. 1900s. I mean, that kind of stuff's a little bit different Yeah. than, you know, just, oh, I'm going to have a seance or whatever. Well, and still, it's kind of scary because they were hanging supposed witches right. in Salem not too long before that. Right. You know what I mean? And so like the grand scheme of things to be like, hey, uh, this, the, you know, the stock market's going to crash. And to tell people that, especially with how much money's involved in that. I'm surprised he came forward because someone yeah. probably would have killed him. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's just so taboo. And, like, back then, but I feel like it's still a little bit more on the taboo side. Not as bad, like you said, but definitely different. That's cool, though. So do you guys think this, that that guy, Mr. Case, was was doing a lot of namastes? Oh, yeah, his chakras were aligned. Yes, he was doing a lot of namastes. He had, like, 15 crystals up his ass. Yeah. That's how we knew. That's how we knew all this stuff was going to happen. I know. Wow. He was really getting centered, you know? Well, and psychics have been used in, like, murder cases and, like, abductions and things like that and have been correct. Like, there was a... There were these three three children that were abducted and the mom hadn't seen them in over a year. Yeah. And, and she was like, you know, she went to the cops and everything and nothing. They just couldn't find them. And uh, the cops were reluctant, but she was like, I want to use a psychic. And once they got in contact with the psychic, I think it was like a month later, mm-hmm. they found the kids all alive. And the psychic oh. led them on like a three state uh, like uh, search because they're like, hold on, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing this, and mm-hmm. finally ended up and found the kids and reunited them with their mom. Yeah. And there's been, like, bodies found where the psychics are like, hey, uh, I know there's someone here, or who are you looking mm-hmm. for, because I can try and get in contact with them. You know what I mean? I do 100% believe in uh, using psychics for cases. Yeah. And I think it should be a little bit more wildly used against... Uh, well, because it's America. one more tool. Exactly. If they're not right, you're still where you were. Exactly. It does no harm. You know what I mean? 
a lot of um like law enforcement use that for homicides different things like cold cases yeah but the government used that kind of thing too for oh for wars yeah, and all things time. like that yeah i mean undercover like secret kind of shit but yeah. yeah cheyenne you've had a little experience that you and i haven't we yeah we have actually it's um something that we're not necessarily supposed to talk about Ooh. Um, again government things you know we don't oh. necessarily trust them but uh we we have to because we did sign a contract yeah that's true <laughs> I thought we were making this up. No. <laughs> I think Shayla was talking about something real. Yeah, I was talking about something real. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Do you want to um, help her out? Sorry. Let's go off the air for a second. Okay. Actually, thinking back on that, sorry, I don't know why I was thinking about the whole, that was another situation I don't want to get into. Yeah, we can't really. Um, But we did actually help our reservation uh, police. Uh, shouts out, ND. Yeah, shouts out. Um, find one of our cousins that was unfortunately um, murdered. Do you? Can you say? Give Give us a broad. You don't have to tell us exactly yeah, what you go did. Go ahead, but Shayla. Give us like a broad. Uh, what happened? Um. So, she's one of our aunties. Aunties, no, no, cousins, no, same no, thing. No, no. Cheyenne was right. She the the person that was murdered was a cousin. Oh. By marriage. Okay. And the auntie reached out for you? The auntie, um, her auntie reached out to uh, my grandmother at the time and had asked, you know, my niece is missing. Um, she lives back home on the res. They cannot find any trace of her. So is there anything that you guys can do to like help get some information so I can, you know, let them know. Yeah. So we said, okay, well, we'll try to figure some stuff out. So uh, my grandmother, my sister and I, um, yeah, did some work for a day or two. And we did get the information that we needed. Um, so Cheyenne had seen a creek and it was very cold out. And at the time, I think it was winter. Um, and she said, she is dead. Yeah. She is going to be face down, and she is going to be near a red barn. I remember that, yeah. In the middle right of you, nowhere. Because when you were telling the story, I was like, something, I remember something red. I do remember that. I do remember that. Like, that had to trigger my memory. Um, <clears throat> yeah. It's like, almost like a movie playback. You know what I mean? Like seeing that. Yeah. How do you uh, do? You, you see it as like a, a movie almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I see you, it as a movie. Can you look around? Mm, I necessarily. I don't remember looking around. I mean, I'm, you just get shown what you get shown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like exactly what I asked for is what they gave me. I not mistaken. <laughs> Stupid. So when I, I knew that she was dead because I seen her spirit come in. It wasn't her person. It was yeah. her spirit. And that's how I knew that she, you know, was no longer with us. Yeah. Um, but she was the one that was re- relaying the information to me and to Cheyenne. So she was helping you. Oh, yeah. Find she, her body. Yeah. 
and we also got a loose description of the suspect or the person that she was telling us did this to her. Damn. It was brutal. It was, yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, see, I mean, this <laughs> stuff, like right there, there's the, there's the proof that this works. But I don't think it's, I don't think it can be, how do I say this? You can't choke hold it, right? You can't be like, show me exactly this right now. Yeah, no, that's not how the spirits work. Yeah, it's like, show me, give me like a path. Show me which way to go and I'll figure out the rest. And so we, um, you know, called her and we unfortunately had to give her this information. Now, reservation police, for those of you that don't know, it's a lot different than law enforcement here in the city. So it's totally different. Yeah, the way they work, the way it's yeah. all put together, it's completely by the tribe. Yeah. And oversought by federal. Right. So um, we relayed the information. Um, our aunt took that information and gave it to the police. Yeah. And said, look, I need you. They had search parties for days. They could not find nothing. Yeah. We get a call, uh, maybe what, five to seven days later, Shy? And it was her, and she said they found her. And they found her because of the information that you guys gave. See? And it was exact how Cheyenne seen it. She was near water, she was near a creek, and she was near that barn. Yeah. yeah. You can't make that up. No, how do you... We didn't yeah. even know this person that we were related to, this cousin. We didn't know her. We've never met her. Yeah. We knew nothing but about her. But there's that her. connection. It's so weird. It's so weird. It is weird. Like, it's literally something you can't explain. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just, it just yep. happens. But It's another was, part of this world that we live in. Yeah. One cool way to, like, it was cool, but obviously unfortunate, but cool well, to it's, be able to it's give an her justice. Honor. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's it's such an honor to be able to do that. Absolutely. You know? And such a gift. Yeah. And now it's time for the shout out section <laughs> after that heavy part. Okay. Um, we are getting into everyone's favorite part where we just tell people how much we love them and how much we appreciate them. All right. Shouts out to Odenton Homegrown Produce in Maryland. Hey! They're a local farm stand and they're operating Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. You can catch them Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. with the weather permitting. Oh, please weather permit Check it. in with them to see what's fresh. So all our people out in Maryland, we know we got a couple listeners out there. Go there and tell them that we love them, okay? Because these people are like main homies. Yeah, we talk to them all the time. Also, they are seasonal. Yeah. So when it's cold, you got, sorry guys, you got to wait till spring. It's worth the wait, okay? Yeah. They got jams, they got jellies, they got fresh fruit, whatever you need. They got it. Pumpkins? Yeah. Go buy, do you like to eat? Okay, perfect. Then go see them. Flowers and a cool freaking dog that has sunglasses and a hat on and he kind of looks like a pimp. I'm going to show that around for Oh, everyone. dude, yeah. Dog is a hell of a pimp right there. Um, He's even wearing a little tuxedo. <laughs> yeah. Cool dog, cool people, and really awesome produce. Uh, feeling fresh, feeling good. Feeling yeah. Cool. 
If you love your body, put things that are good inside of it mm. and put them deep in there. Absolutely. Okay. And now for our listener of the week, she's scared and she's the best sister that I've ever had in my life. Lorraine Redacted last name Last name redacted To create some anonymity Okay so she is scared Yeah she is scared of our podcast (laughs) And we love her Yeah and she's got like 49 children She's She's a mother of the world She is a mother of the world Yeah if anyone was made to be a mother It's my sister Lorraine Um In fact we were in the newspaper when I was little because of how good of a sister she was. I don't know why. Apparently not much news going on that week, but we, she had a write-up about how great of an older sister she was. That's how you know. Yeah. She's always been there for me. And uh, when we were teenagers, her room smelled awful because all she would eat was corn nuts and Doritos. um uh, <laughs> Cool, cool ranch. ranch. <laughs> yeah, Cool Ranch Doritos, and they would get stuck in her braces for months. Oh, my God. She never brushed her teeth. Oh. But she came out of that. She came out of that phase. Thank God, you know. So, Lorraine, thank you for not listening to Pair Northwest. Yeah, thanks we for being you. scared. So, everyone's full, and we're going to jump right back in. I've eaten okay? so much cheese and ham. God, oh, and I'm probably going to eat some more in like four hours. That's supernatural right there. <laughs> supernatural? <laughs> yeah, the amount of cheese I can fit in my body is supernatural. Uh, That's paranormal. Speaking of the paranormal, have you heard of a clairvoyant? Yes. Yeah, one of the best Story So Far songs. Absolutely. Shout out to the story so far. So clairvoyant uh, has supernatural abilities to see events in the future. Okay, so has also parts of being psychic, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah, what's the difference here? See, they can give you like like uh in-depth details about people, places, and yourself. They oh. the basically the word translates to clearly seeing. Okay. And it's hypersensitive senses that you can actually tap into yourself. Oh, really? Yes. So, you can uh, from my research like, there's people obviously born with it, you know, but there's also people that can sharpen up. And I don't know if they reach their full potential of being a clairvoyant as one would naturally or, um, you know, kind of a deal. Um, but you can sharpen up your senses by opening up your third eye. Sounds like an infomercial. I'm just I'm letting you guys know you can sharpen up your senses. Yeah, we can all sharpen up a bit. So <laughs> this is something that that it is within all of us. Yeah, for the most part of what I've, you know, what I've researched and what I've done. Yeah. This is just a connection to your higher self then. Yeah. But you can also see things in the future? Yeah, like I'm guessing more natural clairvoyants are able to do that. Okay. They can also give you like good de- like details, you know. Uh, clairvoyants are known to have very vivid dreams, Oof. which is a connection I feel like probably for all three of us, but more... Your boys' More dreams are too that. vivid at times. You know? <laughs> yeah. A little too vivid. Yeah. Too much Viv. Yeah. We just want the id. Yeah. A quick shout out to Vivian, Matt's wife. I know she's listening right now. That's a side <laughs> shout out. <laughs> You'll get your own episode, but just want to do a quick Viv shit. 
so yeah, they're known to have like very vivid dreams, um, be being like in tune with that spiritual side of themselves, like yeah, that little unknown. Because like when you go to sleep, I mean that's like, you know, your your mind and your mm-hmm. spirit are allowed to do whatever they want, you know. Yeah. And another way of practicing is meditation and just continue to open your third eye working with your chakras aligning yourself with your higher self and stimulating your senses chew five gum oh my god <laughs> we no we chew extra polar ice in this family dude, that's some fuck girl gum oh my god that's dude kiss gum. my ass no kiss I, my I like ass that. peppermint or boss bitch she likes trident uh cinnamon um so yeah that's Interesting. So let me ask you guys this. What is your favorite way to open up your third eye? Eric? I am not good at this. Okay. But I'd, have, I'd like to be. Have you tried? I've tried to meditate and it makes me angry. I'm sorry that you feel that way. Have you ever tried using a crystal? Med- like meditating with a crystal? Yeah. I have not. Maybe that's something you can try and maybe charge it up before. You know what's wild? Is uh, your boy's been going to therapy for what, like two months now? Woo! Yeah, yeah. And also, this goes to all our listeners. Yeah. Take care of your mental health. Take care. It's gonna do wonders for you. All or right. I know not. you're scared. Yep. I know you don't want to. I was the same way. Now I'm in there like swimwear. Okay. Exactly. But exactly. what's weird is I do this thing called EMDR. Shouts out. Yeah, and you get like two tappers, or you can do it by like looking at lights or whatever. I do mine with tappers, one in each hand, and it just has alternating buzzing. And you close your eyes, and uh, my counselor will just kind of prompt me. He'll be like, mm-hmm. let's go to this moment in your life. And then that's it. And he'll just let me, let my brain do its thing. Because it's supposed to help your left and right brain talk to each other and figure out problems. Yeah, that's cool. And so the way it works for me is I see things. But like... You guys know I've tried meditating so many times and I yeah. never see anything. And it, I've always been jealous that you guys will be like, oh, dude, like I seen this door and I was like, open it. And the door opened and I went to this and I'm like, that's so fucking rad. But when I meditate, it's just black and tinnitus. You know, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. And but when I started doing this EMDR stuff, like I am seeing things and I don't know if that's my third eye opening up or if it's like a. Because it's not, like, normal stuff, right? Right. I see, like, these crazy colors, and it'll take me to, like, amazing places in my mind. And mm-hmm. a lot of animals and a lot of, like, imagery and stuff like that. And I'll tell my counselor, because every once in a while he'll check in with me, and he'll be like, what do you see? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I see this huge, like I told you guys, there was, like, this huge buckskin that was getting covered, that was covering a dam and getting pulled, like, oh, tight yeah. over yeah. it. And I'm like, what does that mean? You know, like what? But it was like my my spirit and my mind working with each other to like work the problems out. And I've seen a difference in myself since I started doing it. And Shayla's seen a difference in myself. And I'm sure you have. Yeah. Even if it's little, you know, it's still significant to me that you're making changes. And I think this is the closest I've been to being able to meditate. And I don't know, like I would love to open up my third eye and be able to to tap into this whenever, you know, like if I need some answers or if I need something like that. 
I think it'd be so cool. See, you might be able to now. I know, and that's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's like now that I've seen and kind of my brain has been shown that path on how to get to that, like it might be easier for me to meditate. Well, and overcoming traumas and that yeah. kind of thing too, you open all that up if you're healing. Yeah. You know? So let me ask you this. When we, the few times that we did do automatic writing, mm-hmm. were you seeing things, right? You saw things? Yeah, I did. I feel technically yeah. like that was a form of meditation like, or connection. Uh, yeah, because yeah, we haven't done that in a long time. But when we did do that, that's the only thing that worked for me. So thinking about it now, what you might see or come across after, you know, opening yourself up during therapy like that. Yeah. You know, you might come across more more things or different things, you know, while yeah. doing that. Yeah, I want to try this now. And I wonder if we... Because he said you can do EMDR at home. All you have to do is just tap one leg and the other, just back and forth. Because hmm. it's just something that connects both sides of your brain. So I'd, maybe I'll try and do like a meditation session by myself yeah. and just tap back and forth and you can go faster and it changes it. Because he'll change the the timing on how fast the tappers are going and your brain like shit really starts to happen to the point where my temples will hurt and I will be so tired afterwards but yeah I should try this yeah you should on my own yeah and see what we can do Eric I think that you have gifts that you um kind of repress yeah because when we were going um, like last year, we were doing a lot of ceremony, a lot of different things, yeah. sweat lodges, that kind of stuff, which during that time, you were seeing things while you were sleeping, but you were reacting to them like you were awake. Yeah. I think my conscious mind fights it. Yeah. And then when I'm asleep, it's like, hey, we can really do what we want yeah. and what we need to. Yeah. Yeah, and I, th- I feel like I'm getting closer with this therapy stuff to opening my mind up. Because, you know, I'm not going to get into anything, but I've gone through a lot of hard stuff in my life, you know. And so my brain has basically done these things that sets up like safeguards to protect itself. Does that make sense? Like my brain and my heart are like, nah, those yeah. things hurt. We're not going to allow it. And by, like, opening my mind completely is scary Mm -hmm. to be like, well, I already know some things that are in there. And then there's also things that are in there that I've forgotten for a reason. Yeah. So it's kind of hard and kind of scary to get into letting yourself go completely to spirituality and and seeing and experiencing all of it. Because you are going to experience all of it. Yeah. I mean, psychics and mediums and clairvoyants don't only get to see the good stuff. Right. You know? And if you already have a preconceived notion of like, I need to protect my mind and my heart, you're not even going to get close to seeing anything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think you're, I think you're onto something there. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It kind of, and it is a control thing. Oh yeah. You know, like you hear Cheyenne talk about like her being young and having all these things happen, but now she has it under control to where you can kind of you know, basically adjust as to what you're intaking. And well, and Cheyenne gives it a place. It's right. like, now's yeah. your time. Go ahead. And then when it's done, 
that's it. Like I put it back in this box and we'll wait till the next appropriate time for it to happen. Yeah. And I think that, that, but that takes a lot of strength and a lot of knowledge to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's the scary part in between from letting everything go to getting to that place where you can put it in a box. Yeah. That's so scary to me. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. I mean, just like, like the story that her and I were just talking about, like kind of helping and assisting and facilitating that whole thing that we talked about. Like if we, if that wouldn't have been brought to our attention, we wouldn't have known that, right? Like that information wouldn't have just came to us. And the other thing is, is that after it was done, Cheyenne was able to, okay. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the part that I, I want to get to, you know, to be able to be like, okay, thank you for that. Um, basically like Cheyenne always says at the end of our investigations, (laughs) you can go back now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, thank you. But that's enough for, for right now. Yeah. I totally forgot about that memory until Shayla said something. Shayla remembers everything, dude. Dude. Yeah. When it comes to this kind of stuff, it means a lot to me. Yeah. And especially, I think that just the simple fact that someone else was willing to listen and like take into consideration what we were saying and truly believed it makes all the difference in, you know, wanting to help or. Well, and that energy coming from them. Yeah. Giving it to you guys has got to amplify it. I mean, if, if no one, if you learned about it and it was just on you guys to figure it out, I, I, I feel like it'd be a lot harder than if you had the whole family behind you giving their energy as well and being like, you got this, like, use our energy we're gonna send it to you like right. you've you know it amplifies it and i feel like maybe for me it's uh maybe a more like subconsciously uh and very intense oh yeah and that's why i often forget about things like this yeah it can, Drama. It, it's just <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah it's just like you said though it's i mean it's it's exhausting yeah so you might not have the space to hold on to that and that's probably much better too though like you don't want to be thinking about this and holding on to it forever. Yeah, that's true. But now that I remembered, I'm like, yeah, that's I. Yeah. So tell us about your dreams tonight. Well, it's just like if if you don't. I guess Cheyenne and I use these things as more so tools and we know the place and time to use them. It doesn't just like I said, kind of flow in. It's. We know how to direct it and when yeah. to use it and who to use it for. Yeah. We aren't just, you know, there's some psychics and mediums out there that, yeah, they, they have, they feel that they're so inclined to go up to these people. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen with us. Like we specifically seek it out. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. Ah, that was a crisp ginger ale there, right there, baby. And you know what? In the wise words of Stevie Nicks, I keep my visions to myself. Oh. And we're back in the wise words of Eric. <laughs> I don't think they knew we took a break. I had to go get more cigarettes. Shayla had to empty um, her colon. Um, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Put her she preparation got, eight chunk. She got that small intestine working overtime oh, because of the okay. ham farts. I had to flip my depends. I had to flip them over. <laughs> flip them over? Girls don't even poop. They just pee all the time. Well, what are you then? Because you've been dropping logs since we got married. Dude, I'd be dropping them things too. 
<laughs> don't that's act tight. shocked. That's no, tight. That's true. I've never actually seen you poop. She literally has never dropped a log ever. Let me just put that out there. She makes me used to sit in the bathroom while she shit, even though she couldn't shit as a kid. And your mom had to come in when you had diarrhea because you were scared and she had to get Tylenol or something. Exactly. So. Hold on. (laughs) She said, okay, let me tell you guys the story just really, really quick. This is funny. So one time Cheyenne, when she was little, she had to have foot surgery and she was in a wheelchair for about two years. And two me, years? Yeah, and and um, Rochelle, our listener of the week, and myself would have to, my mom would make me push her around Northtown Mall in the summer <laughs> on my uh, my summer break. Okay, I'm, I couldn't walk. I was in that <laughs> thing for like three years. <laughs> okay. So anyway, she had to have foot surgery, okay? So... After surgery, you know, they give you, like, that heavy-duty, like, narcotics. Yeah. And um, she was taking them. Well, they make you constipated. So people that are addicted to that shit, first of all, you have to feel like someone put a straw in your ass and blew because you can't go to the bathroom. Okay? Yeah. So she was very constipated. Okay? And my mom woke up in the middle of the night, and she was sitting on the toilet, okay, having a hard time, and she had the door open... And she said, with a cry face, Mom, I need you to get up and get me some ibuprofen really quick. My stomach hurts. Oh, and then Kaka City? <laughs> and and then we had to give her an enema. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Um, true stories. That that The trauma didn't cover up that one. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Now, what are we getting into next? We're talking mediums. Okay. Okay. All right. So on to mediums. Um, so they are a person that's able to really communicate with the spirits. Yeah. They're also really great at energy work. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, they're also Makes known sense. to use like Reiki healing. I would classify myself as this. I have tendencies of both um, clairvoyant and psychic. But I mostly uh, would categorize myself as a medium. Yeah, you're a medium. I'm like a double XL. No, yeah. And Shayla's a XX small. Yeah. What? An XX small. She's little and small. Yeah, well, that's because she's thugging. Yeah. Okay. She do be. I'm a double X now because my shoulders are getting so fucking big. Dude, I'm, I'm a medium tall, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's exactly what they do. I feel like they also do tons of different stuff. Well, it all falls within the same. Right. These are just kind of different paths you can take, I guess. So with you saying that, let me ask you, do you feel like they're all the same? Do you feel like they're different? I feel like like they're all in the same family, but I think they're different. Like they're all. Yeah, they're They're all bunkin' bunkin cousins. cousins. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yep. But like, I don't think a psychic and a medium are all the same. Me neither. Yeah. You know, because one sees the future, one talks to spirits. Yeah. And then, you know, being a clairvoyant, it's clear. See, so tons of different things we've uh, covered tonight on this um, three in one. Let me ask you this. You ever had a vision? Like what? What do you mean? Any kind of a vision. No. A spiritual vision. Shayla, top it off. Give me that sloppy top. Let's hear it. 
The only time I've ever had anything like that has either been in ceremony or through dreams. Okay. Um, Never like a waking a, vision? Not as... Like something came to you? I mean, stuff comes to me, but it's not like uh, the future. I've never no, no, seen it doesn't like have to be. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the future. Just Like like what? Just like, a vision, like a... Or even like someone, or even like someone comes to you. Yeah, oh or, yeah. Yeah, I that's mean, a pe- vision. Spirits are coming to you or a vision? I think. I may, I mean, we've right? all seen Res Dog. Yeah, that's a vision. I feel like that's some sort of a, a vision. William Knife Man is definitely a vision. Um, so let me hit you with this, okay? Because I didn't necessarily think about this, but everyone can tap into their own vision abilities. I'm loving this. This yeah. episode is very uplifting and it's like, hey, if you want it, you can have it. So with with that information, would Eric, would you like to maybe see a vision sometime? I would be scared. I get that. I don't know why. Immediately, fear. And I don't know why. So but Shayla, that's just me being honest. How would you feel about that? Like seeing a true vision, I understand a spirit coming to you, but a true vision, um, you know, like in your head or how would you feel about that? Like what's your first instinct? Scared, excited, happy. So when I was younger, yes, I would get scared. As I've gotten older, and especially where Cheyenne is so open about it, when these things do happen, it excites me. Yeah. Like, I wish it actually happened more. Yeah. Yeah. I would be one of those crazy old people back in, like, the 1900s that would, like, like, Sarah Winchester. Oh, yeah. Sarah? Yeah. Yeah. I, that would be me. Like, I would dedicate my life to that shit. Yeah, because she held seances every single night from midnight to two. Just for the spirits. Yeah. I mean, hers I, was because she felt awful. Yeah. About what was, you know, the lives that were taken. But But yeah, I do. I really enjoy that. I have, I guess, then had visions. Why don't you try I doing them more them. often? Why don't you set a, a little time aside, even if it's like once a week? I. That's the thing is I cannot force it. Yeah, but if you give it a place, maybe it'll be more apt to come out. Here's the weird thing, and Cheyenne is fully aware of this. Her and I work better together. Oh, yeah. When I do not have her here, it's not the same. Well, why don't you guys try doing it uh, before or after podcasts? Uh, yeah, Cheyenne, I don't know. You tell me. That's true. Giving live. Oh, my God. <laughs> we should do oh, another live, I, though. We should, definitely should. So, it's also known to be a way to remote view. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Yep, and I've realized that I've done that. You have within this within this episode. Tell, I want you t- to know. Please tell, tell us. So we did a whole episode on remote. Viewing. I know, and I didn't even think about this until this episode. So it's way to see unknown or things from afar. Okay, and well, that that's what you did then, right? With finding your cousin. So yes, that was remote viewing. That's very that that's very chilling. Well, yeah, because it's chilling, it was a real thing that happened. She actually saw. The barn. She saw all that. She oh remote God. viewed. Yeah, dude, dude I got chills yeah. now too. Oh that we just God. realized that. Yeah, so that was a re- that was a vision and a remote viewing, all in one. So I remember once being really really young, and Shaylee Shayla sometime dreamt in sepia. Oh yeah. And um, I was able to see into her dreams. So for me, I feel like that was a remote view. Oh yeah. I don't know how the hell I did that, but I can only really do it with her. 
Well, you guys are so close. So, well, yeah, and it's weird because you know how they say like twins have that kind of connection? Like that ESP together. Cheyenne and I kind of have that for some reason, but we're five years apart. But you guys are both very spiritual. Yeah, that's... It's so weird to me the few things that are, um, like, I'm born three days before Halloween. Shayla's born three days before Christmas. Yeah. You know, Shayla was like, I don't know, a couple weeks early, I was a couple weeks late, but it's always been, like, on yeah. the dot, like, um, You guys follow, opposites. like, a similar, similar path. Yes. So she has that light, like, I feel like from Christmas, that's a thing, and, you know, I have, like, like the spiritual, not like darkness, but but you yeah, know. the mystery yeah. and the yeah. the feel, the vibe of Halloween. So we bring that. And I was born in spring. So he brings Aries. Yeah, it's giving. Um, if you say that you hate me, I'm going to give you even more reason to hate me. That's giving. Okay, but it's also saying if you love me, I'm going to do everything for you. Okay, that's yeah. an Aries period. So. So for me, uh, I know, and I know Shayla, they come in different mental states. So when Shayla's either really tired or sick, yeah. that's often when it happens. I was just going to say, when she's sick, she sees things. Like it comes, like it's almost like her her guard is more down or she's mm-hmm. like, we- not to say weak, but yeah. she's in a like, weakened state. He, right. You know, like right. she can't stop it from coming. Yeah, she's always been like that. Well, I mean, we've only yeah. been married for like 10 years, but... In the time I've known you, it's always been like that. Every time I get a fever or I get a terrible cold or flu, the vi- well, I don't know if it's a vision. I it's in it's it's yeah. happening. We're saying vision. And that's the thing, though, it's not happening in my mind. It it's doesn't happening. have to. You can. It's a reason why it's called vision because you see it. Yeah, it's just it is kind of like when people go on vision quests, you know. Yeah. So in our culture. And in our tribe, we have what we call a vision quest, okay? And this is when you, it's a time that you go to, um, say, the peak of a mountain, and you have to fast, so no water, no food, for four days. And you're in a circle, a tobacco circle, and you have your elder there to care for you right at a distance so mm-hmm. you're alone but they're making sure like that you're okay yeah they have they have to keep that fire going and they are eating and they are drinking for you since you cannot does it have to be an elder it is an elder yes oh okay because i was saying i'd <clears> do throat> that throat> for you guys but i'm not your elder no yeah it has to be an elder um and so so like for example this is kind of funny um, so, like, they would eat and drink the foods that you would normally eat and drink. Yeah, the things you like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you're out there, and you're waiting for your vision. When you get that vision, you can break those tobacco ties. So, it doesn't have to be for four days. You could be out there for a day and a half. It. I've never seen it happen that oh. fast. Usually, it's about the third night or the fourth. Okay. <clears throat> um, And so... Yeah, you basically wait for whatever needs to be told to you to come. So anyways, that's the kind of thing that happens to me. It's like when I'm sick, say I'll be in bed. And this did happen to me just last year. Um, and it's the same guy that comes. He'll They'll come in um, from the West, which is interesting. Because um, that's always how... How it ends. Right. The So, 
Boy, we're really getting deep into this here. I like this. Um, the directions, the four directions state different things. The east is new beginnings, right? People typically, when they're having spiritual things come in, they come in from the east. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, Cheyenne, myself, and my grandmother always seen things come in from the west. Always. And, like, we are backwards like that. Just yeah. like the, the dubby. Yeah. And I feel like part of us do carry well, it's like that the, with uh, us. Um, yeah, it reminds me of, like, the Hailka, like you guys say. Like, uh, right. You know, does things backwards and does yeah. things differently to where you're like, oh, but it's a very sacred yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so the Hayokas are like the sacred clowns. You know, during ceremony, they're going to come out like they're going to come out and they're going to start being goofy. Yeah, and do some weird, like the, just different odd, odd stuff. Odd behavior. Yeah, yeah. Like not in line with everyone else at the ceremony. Right. Yeah. So that's cool. So to us, they are the most holy. Yeah. They're terrifying to look at, but they are the most holy healers. And. Yeah, they do things backwards. Which might be a reason why they are so odd to everyone else, right? Because right. the amount of holiness that they are is odd to a normal person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that we're... <laughs> I don't want to come off as like, oh, we're Hayoka. But... <laughs> then. That's the holiness coming through. No, no, I'm not saying that. But it's so interesting because my grandma always used to joke about that. Yeah, she would joke about Hayoka. Yeah, but also the the Vindy. Yeah, big dub. Okay, the Vindy is said to do things backwards as well. And so she would say to us, oh, you're like a Wendigo Khan. Oh, no, God. No, it's, it's in the language. That's what she would say. Okay, I'm just saying. It's nighttime. <laughs> Yeah, and she would laugh, and she'd say, oh, you're just a Wendigo Khan. Yeah. Well, I mean... And it was like a fun... She meant it in like a good way, like, yeah. you know? Um, but anyways, so when I am seeing these things, they come into from the West. And it's interesting as well. There's so many correlations with that. The Thunderbird also comes from the West. Yeah. Um, But this gentleman will come in when I'm sick... And he'll come in on a horse and he'll say his name is, I forget what it is, something spotting horse. Mm-hmm. And he's in like very traditional regalia. He has a very large headdress on, a lot of eagle Damn. feathers. He's definitely some sort of healer. Yeah. Um, And so he'll come in and he'll just talk to me while I'm sick in bed. And he always comes. I've seen him a handful of times, and yeah, he'll just like work on me. That is so cool. It's so interesting, and he'll he'll leave, and it's weird because it's kind of like how you think like a cartoon would be. Mm-hmm. Like they come in real small, you know. You're like, oh, what is that? It's like starts as like a little speck. Yeah. And then kind of like on um, like uh, Pinocchio, like when the little. Yeah. Theory comes in. It's kind of like that. Like comes through the window or like come through the. Do you wall. think this is an ancestor of yours? I do, I don't know if we are related. He might just be one of my little helpers. Oh okay. Um, but he. I can remember he. I mean, he'll sing. It's it's so weird, and he'll be there for a long time. Damn. 
and at the time I thought I was hallucinating. Let me put this out there. I had uh, I had a talk with one of um, my elders, and we were talking about the vision quest, and he told me, and you know, like, I just bring this up because, like you said, you know, you're, like, deprived when you're sick, you know? So he always told me, uh, white man hallucination is native man vision quest. And that's what he's always told me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, these people just think that, like, he take, he took that as like, you know, these people just think we're hallucinating, but really we're seeing what's really here. So who's not to say that when the white people are hallucinating, they're actually getting visions, but they're like me and shut it off. Right. And are like, no, there's no way that that's real. Yeah. Yep. And you know, how do you think these spirits feel if you're shutting yeah, them dude. down? <laughs> yeah. You know, they're like, hey man, I'm trying to help you. Or- like imagine me in 400 years yeah. going to one of my ans- or my descendants and I'm like, hey, like I'm here to help you. And they're like, oh, no, this, there's no way you're real. And I'm like, bitch, I didn't fucking come all the way here yeah. for you to tell me I'm not real. Because Bad I'll- medicine. Okay. Bad medicine for you. Bad medicine on your kids. <laughs> because you'll eventually stop coming, right? Well, yeah. I mean, why would you waste your time? It's a gift. Yeah. So think about that next time you come. This has really opened, opened my mind a lot. Yeah. And I think this is a really good episode. Because the more that you accept, and this is true for me, okay? <clears throat> the more you accept what is coming to you, the more it will flourish. Yeah. You know? Because, it's like anything. Yeah. The, the more you work with it and allow it, yep. the, the better and stronger it'll become. Mm-hmm. Like Be- my shoulders. Exactly. You know, it starts out slow. You're seeing things here, you're seeing them there. And then before you know it, you're seeing them every day. Well, like Cheyenne and you used to always say when we'd go do our like uh, our automatic writing or anything like that, our meditations, and you'd be like, if you see a door, ask for it to be opened. Mm-hmm. If you see this, ask their name. Just ask questions, you know, get involved. Because then they know like, okay, he sees me and he wants me to be a part of this, you know. So, yeah. Damn, I think this is a really good episode. So, you guys, what are your final thoughts? I am going to try harder at this. I'm going to start allowing things in. Yeah. It's okay to be scared. Yeah. You know, I don't know what's going to come, but I will allow it, and uh, we'll just get a little better each day. Yeah. And I'll start uh, working with fire a little more often, too. I love that. Yeah. Cheyenne, what do you got? Um, I remembered that I helped solve a murder case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, who else can say that? Thank you to the reservation police for listening to yours truly. Um, I would like to say that I think everybody has these gifts and they do have the gift of sight. You just have to open yourself up to it and yeah, that's it. That's it. What's our Anishinaabe word of the day? Wajiwan. Wajiwan? Okay, let me let me uh, see if you know what this means. Okay. Come on, Dan. We have to go to the Wajiwan. It's fucking hot. <laughs> the creek. Yeah, it means uh, like lake, water, creek. Yep. <laughs> oh, see? Wajiwan. Okay, I like that. Everyone say it with me now. One, two, three. Wajiwan. See, use that in your, uh, uh, you know, Mexicans, 
have a word like that that we use. Yeah, right? what is it? It's like uh, uh, if someone's going to the store, right? You say, someone's like, hey, I'm going to the store. What do you want? <laughs> Come here, then. Thank you for listening to this episode of Paranorthwest. We are so pleased to have you with us. And uh, yeah, we love you very much. I am your host, Eric. I'm Shayla. And I'm Cheyenne. And don't forget, sleep with your third eye open. Open, 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 open.